Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, December 3rd. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, We have beauty news for you guys tonight, and then we have one of our friends stopping by to join us for a little bit. Um, But first, just want to remind you, if you have a comment, question, or some beauty news that you'd like to share, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 Eight zero three four three nine nine. Now I'm going to turn it over to Miss Denise. Good evening, everyone. Can you all hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. Um, once again, welcome to the show, everybody. And uh, just want to let you all know, I will be out on Twitter tonight. If you have any questions or comments that you would like to get across to us, you can leave them there. We are beauty underscore talk on uh, Twitter. And just for future reference, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media on Instagram. You can leave questions and comments there as well. All right. Okay, so there's a new, uh, there's a new award show that's around in the beauty industry. And we're going to talk to, um, we're going to, talk to our guests about that in a little bit. But the Leading Beauty Industry Awards, it's a red carpet event and an award show, and it's taking place January 28, 2024, in Atlanta, Georgia. It all takes place at the 12 Midtown at Atlantic Station. Um, this event, at this event, you will learn what's working right right now to generate additional income, increase revenue, and achieve your most ambitious objectives and have a greater impact. Now, this is a little bit different um, than what you would think when you think of award shows. It has a whole uh, business aspect to it. So part one of the event is a scale business symposium, with part two of the event being the Leading Beauty Awards Gala. So the Leading Beauty Industry Awards, if you want more information about that, leadingbeautyindustryawards.com. And you can also follow them on Instagram. They're LBI underscore awards on um, on Instagram. Again, like I was saying, it's kind of a different 
a different format when you're thinking award show. It's not just, you know, the glitz, the glamour, and awards. I mean, that part is a part of it. But earlier in the day, they do have a business symposium. And, <laughs> and they are targeting, um, of course, everybody in the beauty industry, makeup artists, hairstylists, barbers. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's it's going to deal a lot with salons and things like that. So if you are interested, again, leadingbeautyindustryawards.com. Now, IMATS LA is coming up uh, January 20th through 21st um, in Pasadena, California, um, at the Pasadena Convention Center. And I wish I wasn't going to be out of town <laughs> going somewhere else because I would love to attend IMATS again. I can't wait until... Um, they give us a date for um, IMATS in London because I missed that show so much. So I can't wait to uh, go back to IMATS London. But um, IMATS LA seems like it's going to be um, pretty fun. So it's at the Pasadena Convention Center, as I said before. And what's interesting this year, I just found it really interesting, the Battle of the Brushes um, contest that they have every year at IMATS. They have a, a beauty category and a, a character category. And it's always so interesting and so fun to, to take a look at them when they're um, competing and in the process of doing their makeup and to actually see the finished um, finish project. So this year, for 2024 rather, for the beauty category, the beauty category is Futuristic Roaring Twenties. Futuristic Roaring Twenties. Oh wow! So that's going to be interesting. yeah. So that's going to be interesting. And then for the character portion, they have a Victorian ghost. Hmm. Just kind of let that settle. <laughs> Victorian ghost. So again, both for those, beauty, it's future. Go ahead and start. Both of those. Both of those are a little different from what we're used to. The, you know, seeing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, futuristic Roaring Twenties for beauty, Torian Ghosts for the character. Um, so the deadline to submit your entries to be considered as one of the contestants uh, was on December 1st. So if you missed that, sorry, you'd have to wait till next year. Um, but this week they will be announcing this week um, who the finalists will be uh, for that competition. So um, stay tuned for that this week. We'll have more updates on that information um, come next Sunday. But again, beauty, futuristic, roaring 20s, and character, Victorian ghosts. I think that's two very interesting and exciting um, themes for the Battle yes. of the Brushes. So I can't wait yes. to see um, what happens there and, and who wins that and who takes home, you know, the big check. <laughs> And still, as of now, there is no um, no date for the London 2024 show is to be determined, but I can't wait until they, uh, you know, get that show back, and, and hopefully I'll be able to um, attend, you know, if I'm not working, but I would love to attend that show again. So stay tuned for more information on uh, the London show and, uh, you know, when that's coming back, where that's going to be. I think they're doing uh, different locations to show which I can't imagine it not being where it's always been, but you never know. Um, it's It's been taking uh, London a while to get it together, the London vendors, I know. So 
I, I don't think many of them recouped um, from COVID back in 2021 or 2022. So um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Absolutely. Can't wait for it to come back, actually, like you were saying earlier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's just that was always one of my favorite shows. I'm at London and I'm at L.A. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what he has planned for um, for other cities because, as, if I'm not mistaken, he's just talking about L.A. and then possibly London. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. So okay. Far. Yeah. Okay. And let me just let me just mention this: um, the prizes for the Battle of the Brushes, like all all eight, um, you know, competitors. There will be eight finalists in each. Um, but all eight competitors in each category will receive IMAS tote bags with products donated from um, all the exhibitors and sponsors at the show. Um, but the first, second, and third place winners will be announced um, on stage, and they will be featured in IMAS's uh, social media on IMAS's social media channels. And then, of course, there'll be tons of networking opportunities. But also, the first place winner in each category will also receive a check. Um, I think I mentioned that before, but they will receive a check. Um, it's just not stated how much. So I guess that all depends mm-hmm. on um, who the sponsors are and, and, you know, what they're willing to give. So things are changing nice. a bit <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some of these shows, but, you know, um, and it's just still a great well, opportunity. Exactly. Before we bring Julia on, I just wanted to mention you were talking about um, what they received. And I remember, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember, I think it was like 2004, mm-hmm. and I believe, and um, the reason why I said this is because in 2005, I was working at Fashion Week in New York, and I was working with the um, Smashbox um, cosmetics team, and one of the makeup artists, um, I can't remember where she was from, she may have been from New York, but I remember when she when we were working together um, at, at Fashion Week, I remembered her from IMAX, and she had won the, I believe it was the beauty competition. She had won the beauty mm-hmm. competition in June of twenty or of 2004. So mm-hmm. she brought with her, one of the things that they told us to, you know, bring, well, actually, we didn't have to bring much of anything. We could have bring our own brushes if we wanted. And she brought the, the, it was like this huge, humongous brush set that they had given her as one of her prizes for winning that competition. Mm. And she brought that wow. to fashion with New York with her. Yeah. I just thought wow, about nice. that when you were talking about them getting big gift bags. I thought about that. Yeah. That's nice. Funny. Yeah. All right, without further ado, we are going to bring on our girl here. Hey, Jalea, how are you? I'm good. How are you all doing? We're doing good. It's been a minute since we spoke to you, but you have so much going on. (laughs) It has been a while, and it's crazy to think that it's been that long, but yes, have have (laughs) a lot going on. This has been a, a blessed year. Nice, Great. nice. Well, catch us up a bit on what you've been up to. Um, let's see. It's December, so um, 
This year I've had a lot of opportunities to travel throughout the continental U.S. and educate, but um, this was also a big year for me because I stepped out and did something that um, I hadn't previously done before. Most people know that I'm an esthetician and a makeup artist, but um, they don't know that I'm also licensed as a hairstylist. So I'm duly licensed. And um, one of those things that I did this year was step out and I entered a hair competition. And through that hair competition, um, I became a finalist for the U.S. And then I ended up winning the U.S., and then from winning the U.S., I went to London and I competed globally. So this has been, a, it's been a lot happening, um, you know, so not just on the makeup side, but making waves on the hair side, too. So it's it's been a, a really good year. I can't complain. Wow. Nice. That's nice. So what, what was that experience like, competing you know, with the world um, for this competition. Like how, you know how what? different, well, let, me, let me ask you this, how different was artistry in that competition? How different was it from what you've seen competing in the U.S.? It was, it was a lot different for me, um, just the overall experience, because I have always felt like I have to be my biggest cheerleader, you know, I have to be my biggest advocate, I have to be able to, you know, encourage myself, I always say that, but doing it from the perspective of a hairstylist, this was something that I had not ever done before, so I was a little thrown off, like, oh, girl, what are you doing, you know, it was just a lot of self-talk that was kind of happening through the process, you know, from becoming a finalist and then to winning the U.S. Like, when I won the U.S., I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that me, in my 40s, an African-American woman that is coming to the beauty industry a lot older than most, I'm representing the entire United States of America? And I was like, wow, this this is different. This is new. So... I kind of took it like, you know what, this is a win regardless if I win the global title. But I think for me going there, people kept asking me, what do you plan to do? What do you plan to do? And I did not tell them. And I was very adamant that I didn't want to tell them what I was planning on doing. The only thing that people kind of had a notion of was, that I was planning on using a curly-haired model because I felt like, you know what, any time I get an opportunity to represent, I'm going to do that. So I think that was the one thing that, you know, that they could kind of expect. But even when I got there, there were there, I can't can't even say that I saw any other black stylists. So it was different. It was very different. Like, I took my oldest son with me, and he just kept saying, Mom, you know, it's a lot of people staring at us. And I was like, I know, it, it feels weird, doesn't it? And it was, just, it was just very different, but not in a negative way. I had a great experience. Um, I didn't win globally, um, but I wouldn't have changed anything about what I did. I, wouldn't, I would have picked the same model. I would have done the same hair. 
I did her wardrobe. I did her makeup. I would have done everything exactly the same way. Um, and there was, it was interesting because there were five judges and I had three of the five judges after the competition was over come up to me and tell me that they voted for me. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I just took it. And my son was just standing there like with his mouth wide open, like, so they just basically let you know that you won, but you didn't technically win. I was like, it's good. It's cool. He was like, I'm ready to go, you know. You know, twenty year old something, they think they know everything. So he was like, I'm ready right. to go. Let's just go have a good time in London. But I mean, like I said, I'm I wouldn't have changed anything. It was an all expense paid trip. It was a great experience. It gave me a totally new platform. So I, I feel like it was a win for me regardless. So Julia, tell me one more time, what's the name of this competition? Um, it's called Denman Stage Star. Okay, so you won so, the U.S. You won in the yes. U.S. for 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yes. then that allowed you to com- that allowed you to compete in the the global competition. So I went up against your- Asia, France, the U.K., and then myself. So it was four of us. So we all came now, in was- um, from all different places. Was this the first time you've ever participated in the Denman competition? Yes. Gotcha. Yep. First time participating, Mm -hmm. first time participating in anything hair-related, because Denman is a company that makes brushes, you know, brushes. brushes Right. Yeah. So it wasn't like any hot tools or any products. They're a brush company. Um, They have a few combs, but, I mean, they're brushes, so – it was more so about how, like, the very first initial competition was based off of just me speaking and mm-hmm. where I kind of said where I felt like my life was going as it related to being dually licensed. And then mm-hmm. the second part was we had 30 minutes, or actually, no, we had 15 minutes to do hair live on Instagram. Okay. And that was, from that, I had to showcase how I was doing the hair, using their tools, and having a finished look. So in Mm -hmm. that instance, I had 15 minutes. I had to talk. I had to work. I had to make sure that they saw me using the product. I had to talk about the product. Like, I had to do all of that in 15 minutes. And I used a curly-haired model in that instance as well. I actually used my daughter. And then... For London, we had 30 minutes, and we had to do it live on stage. But they took the speaking element out of it because the gentleman that won for Asia didn't speak English, and they didn't feel like it would have been fair for all of us to have an opportunity to speak and he not be able to be, you know, speak or be understood. So it was just us styling on stage. So how different? Um, with this, the Denman Stage Star um, versus Naha? Because with Naha, I know you were doing makeup, but didn't you do the hair and everything as well? I did. I did, yeah. This was very different, one, because it was live. (laughs) It was like, if I messed up, you know, whether it was on Instagram Live or live in person, if I messed up, 
could you see it on my face? Could you see it in my body language? Like, how did I pivot? Like, did I still deliver a look that made sense? Um, so this was very different because it was live. And then with Naha, it's a, it's photographic. So, you right. know, granted, on the makeup artistry side, we're not supposed to touch the makeup artistry in the edit, but, you know, it's still, you can, it's just the image. You're seeing a finished photo that, like, I picked that photo, I know that I feel like that's the best one, you know, whereas if I messed up or if I'm not done and I've run out of time, I'm just stuck. Right. So it was very, very different. So you, I have a feeling like you like this competition thing. You know what? Somebody else asked me that. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's interesting because I I always said I would never enter competition. Like that was a conversation I had with myself. I always said I would never do that. But when I did it, my initial thought wasn't because I was trying to compete against other people. And that's really what I have made sure has been the vein throughout this entire time. I'm doing this to compete against myself to make sure that I am better at crafting, better at creativity, better at timing, that I'm just challenging myself each and every time. So it's not so much about me actually competing and getting an award. I'm just blessed that a lot of these instances have happened with me finishing better than I thought that I would. But there's also been a lot of instances where I was competing and nobody knew I was competing and I wasn't getting anything at all. So, you know, right. it, it has to be for me about getting better at my craft versus me saying, oh, I have to win. Because it's, it's not about the win. It really isn't. Gotcha. Nice. So what about the, the Leading Beauty Awards? I know you've entered that. Um, and I know, like, the one of the co-founders of the awards I've worked with quite a bit, and I was shocked when she announced that she was doing this award show. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like the twist to it that they do have a business symposium, which I think is great because it's not just about, like I said earlier, the glitz and glam, but there's an educational piece to it, which is great because I think that will help to develop people who are salon owners, people who um, work in salons, people who, you know, are doing the whole freelance thing. I think that will help to um, develop them as artists. Absolutely. Um, But so the whole voting portion is, is just kind of open to the general public, correct? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, Really, how many people can you get to vote you into the top three position? So, yeah. so when does voting, voting close? Uh, the, I believe it closes the 15th of December. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's the 15th of December. But for me, me entering this wasn't even about actually entering the competition to – feel like I needed to better, you know, uh, explore my craft. I I was strategic with this, if I'm totally honest. I entered this because um, 
the young lady that is putting this event together, I feel like I need to be on her radar. Mm. So that was my sole reasoning for entering. It's like, okay, you know what? This I feel like this is somebody that I need to know and that I could learn from and that I could potentially work with down the line. I'm going to enter this competition so that she can get an opportunity to see my work. Now, which young lady are you talking about? D. Deandra? Yes. Oh, okay. That's the friend I was just talking about. Oh, okay. See, and I I don't know her personally. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was that was my whole thought process behind it. Oh, see, cuz I think that's that. important. I like especially with everything that we're seeing right now in the inter, in the in the entertainment industry, like mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I just even with me being so close to California, just some of the experiences that I've had have just have been less than stellar. You know, they really have mm-hmm. been less than stellar. So when I come across people like you two, it gives me hope in a way that I really can't put into words because I feel like there's a lot of people that really talk a really good game about being about community and mm-hmm. being about you know, reaching back to help another one or talking about education, but they talk about it. That That's not really what mm-hmm. they're about. They're really just trying to get the glitz and the glamour for themselves. They want to see their name in life, whereas right. that's not ever anything that I have ever felt dealing with you all at all. Mm-hmm. So that was my kind of stance in entering this particular competition is, you know what? If I want this young lady to see my work, I'm going to have to put it out there for her to see it. Because how else is she going to see it? We live on probably two different sides of the the country. So that was kind of my my thought process behind it. Because I just feel like I need to to cast my net a little bit wider as far as a lot of the things that I want to do moving into the new year. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. So so I know you've entered into a couple of makeup categories. Did you enter into the hair categories as well? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. No, I didn't because I feel like I still have a lot of work to do when it comes to okay. the hair. I'm not as confident on the hair side as I am with the makeup side. I plan to gotcha. get there, but I'm not there yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I know. Now I know that you did make the announcement on your broadcast channel about the, about voting, and um, and which um, which photos were yours. Mm-hmm. And when you announced which photo was yours, I was so excited because I had already voted, and I had already voted for your um, your particular photos in those categories. Because when you go to vote, you don't know whose work it is. There's no right. names on it. There's nothing about the artist that did it, nothing. You're just voting purely on the photo and looking at, just looking at the photo and, you know, comparing it to other photos and, and voting. So when you announced that in your channel, I was like, okay, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> and I will pick somebody <laughs> that I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to know that you didn't know beforehand. That makes me feel even better. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. No idea. 
And so the I, and I'm not going to say which photo it is. I mean, I'm not going to say which photos were yours, but the one photo in the in the natural beauty category, it was mm-hmm. between yours and one other. And I kept looking at yours, and I was like, you know what? Some people are going to look at this photo and they're going to think, oh, you know, they're going to they're going to want to maybe want to pick somebody else. But when you yep. really understand what natural makeup is, what it really is, and you look at that photo and you see how natural it is, but yet you know she has on makeup, it was beautiful. Thank you. It was beautiful. You can see skin. You can see texture. It's natural. That's what the category was, and that's what you submitted. I, I love I love to hear that. I love to hear that um, because that's, that's what I love doing the most as it relates to makeup artistry. When somebody tells me natural, no makeup, makeup, I'm like, yes, this is this is the area that I feel like I just live the best in. So I'm I'm happy to hear that. And it's not That's as amazing. easy as people think. <laughs> what not as easy as people think. I said it's not as easy as people think. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. They think you're not doing anything at all, most of the time. Most of the time. Yep. Because well, I, I hear that as thing. sometimes even as a justification for a booking. They'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just, or, oh, it's a little. And I'm like, do you think putting that in front of whatever it is that you're describing is supposed to, to make me change? Anything that right. I'm doing or change my rate or change my timing, like, yeah, yeah. Very, that's very interesting. So, <laughs> but that's a different story. So, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, truly. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, that, you said you love to do that style of makeup. Well, that style of makeup is welcomed in film and television any day. Um. You know, beautiful, natural makeup, you know, natural skin. And I, the thing that I like about some artists who are very good at that, doing that no makeup, makeup look, you know, people may see that that this is the work that they do and they see that no makeup look or natural makeup look all the time. But then when it's time to do something bigger than that, right. If those artists, it's easier for them to take it, you know. Right. But when you have these, when you have these artists who beat really heavy all the time, mm-hmm. asking them to do a no makeup makeup look or do something very natural doesn't <laughs> it doesn't go over as well, you know. Um, it's harder to for them to pull back versus somebody who does natural really well, you know, taking it up. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. I think. Um, well, it's considering this December and this year has flown by. I do have a few things in the works. I know you all mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, 
um, a few things as, as far as competition. So mm-hmm. I am actually um, powering the makeup competition for Premier Beauty Shows again for 2024. I did it this year, and I'm doing it again for 2024. But I'm changing it just a little bit for 2024. So next year we're going to have two virtuals and two lives. So we're kicking off the year with um, one of the virtuals. So it's actually open right now. It opened on December 1st. So you can go to the Premier Beauty Show um, Instagram page. And um, basically the rules and regulations are it's based on creativity and concept. Like we have to really be able to understand what you were trying to convey in an image. It has to be work that was created within the last six months. And um, you just have to use a few specific hashtags. So it'll be running from December 1st through January 4th, and then we'll announce the winner the following week so that whomever the winner is has enough time to make arrangements to get to Premiere because they're going to win a free ticket to Premiere for both days, which is February 4th and 5th, and then they'll also receive a goodie bag valued at $250. So um, that's how I'm kind of kicking off the year. I have a, a virtual competition. I have some classes that are going to be taking place. So that's what's, what's happening right now um, and definitely hoping to add to that as as the year mm-hmm. you know, closes. I want to try to get quarter one booked up as much as possible. <laughs> well, let me ask you, since we're talking about Premiere, so mm-hmm. okay. Now you know I've always I'm very familiar with Premier Orlando. So uh-huh. from what I can tell, they've added two new cities as well as ISSE is now Premier, and they changed the location right. from Long Beach to Anaheim. Correct. I can't remember, is this the first year that they did that or was um or will next year be the first year for that for that? Twenty twenty three was the first mm-hmm. year that they did it. So they did okay. um so basically Informa, which owns Premier Beauty Show, mm-hmm. um, purchased ISSE from right. the Professional Beauty Association. So in doing that, that also means that NAHA, the North American Hairstyling Awards, has now come under the, that umbrella. It's still yes. owned by the PBA, but <clears throat> it's changed a little bit. So they dropped a couple of cities. They, as in Premier, they dropped a couple of cities mm-hmm. and they've added a couple of cities. So they are, this year was the first year they did it in Anaheim. I'll be honest, it was not the best. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. not the best at mm-hmm. all. People were not very happy. Um, but Orlando was up next. That was in the summer, and that was a three-day yep. event that went really well. Um, and then they had San Antonio. That was the first time being in San Antonio. Um, I feel like San Antonio went really well because my classes were packed. So no complaints mm-hmm. for me whatsoever. And then they concluded in Columbus. Um, Columbus was a little thin. It was a little thin. Um, but that the lineup that they're going with for 2024 as well. Columbus where? Columbus? Ohio. 
Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I figured I figured Anaheim would be a little different. Um, you know, and, and and it's so sad because I've always said and I never did. So I, I hate that I've never did, but I've always said, okay, I have to make it out there to ISSE. But you know, but it's always during the you know February, January, February-ish time when it's winter on the East Coast. So right. it's, you know, so you always have to consider the weather, what the weather's going to be like, if you're going to be able to get out. Um, and then a lot of times we were always working during that time, and so I've never been to ISSE, and I've always said that I wanted to go. So I didn't get there before. <laughs> you know, PBA sold it to Premier. Um, right. Um, so it's interesting to hear just the feedback about, you know, how it is. Um, you know, people know the difference. Like, you know, when people are, when the, the the big companies are doing the merging and the selling and all of that, the, the people who are always in attendance, I guess, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the people – selling is are thinking like, okay, you know, we're just changing the name. It's still going to be a great show. But then the people on the ground, <laughs> the the people who are participating and the people who are attending, they can really tell the difference, you know, as to if this is really better for us or, um, or not. Um, do you think it made a big difference going from um, Long Beach to Anaheim? I do. Okay. I absolutely do. Um, and I know that, you know, people, everybody has their opinion, and you're not going to make everybody happy. We we all understand that. Um, right. But it was very, very slim in comparison to ISSC beforehand. Um, so I'm hoping that they can get back on track with, Mm -hmm. you know, it happening in February. I know when it happened this year, it wasn't in February. So the dates have changed as well. Yeah. Um, So they went from April to now it's in February. And now this year we had Naha. Naha is not happening now until Orlando in June. June, So we still have six more months to go before we even get to that. And then they've San Antonio and Columbus from October to September. So I think they're still trying to figure it out, if I'm honest. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to work out the kinks. They're trying to make a lot of people happy, which Mm -hmm. is really hard to do because you're never going to make everybody happy. Like the the vendors aren't 100% happy. The attendees aren't 100% happy. It, you're just never going to please everybody. Um, but you have to do something to want the people that are attending to be heard. Because if not, you're going to lose them, and they're not going to want to attend shows. And I, it's sad, but, you know, that's some of what's happening. People are losing the steam for the shows, and I'm noticing a lot of educators are – doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really branching off and doing their own thing. So it's like, okay, what, what's going to happen here? Y'all better get it together, shows, if you plan on surviving, um, because nobody wants to spend $100 to go to the show 
and then they have to think about the flight, and then they got to think about the hotel and their food, and then the money for education if they want a workshop, and then the money for whatever they're planning on investing in as far as products and tools, that can become really expensive if you haven't budgeted that out. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Have you ever attended IBS New York? I have not. And uh, the reason that I haven't attended is not because I haven't wanted to attend. IBS just doesn't have a budget. Oh, I see. They don't have a budget. So the way that they're moving, and I'm kind of probably sharing, oversharing right now, <laughs> is they're, they're wanting to have individuals that are within that region educate okay. for those particular shows. Gotcha. So if you're within a comfortable distance, they want those individuals to educate at those shows. So they have IBS New York, and then they have IBS Las Vegas, and then they have their sister show, which is IECSC, which is on the skin side, mm-hmm. um, New York, Florida, and Vegas. So they're looking to do more regionally, um, find educators that are within states that are surrounding that area and bring them in versus kind of pulling from other areas, unless a brand, of course, brings somebody in. So, yep, mm-hmm. haven't done IBS, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's not going to happen for 2024, that's for sure. <laughs> well, do you think that um, with um, uh, Premier, you know, buying the – Long Beach show. Did that show mm-hmm. in Long Beach, in your opinion, did it seem as if, the, you know, the show was going down or, you know, they needed to improve on that show or things like everything was fine and it just, this just, this purchase just happened? Um, I feel like the purchase just happened. Okay. I was very surprised. I was, I was very, very surprised. And I actually expressed <laughs> exactly how I felt about it when it happened Um, Mm -hmm. because previously I I didn't have the best rapport with some of these shows, Um, but I've always had a great relationship with the Professional Beauty Association. Um, But I think Mm -hmm. what has happened is the Professional Beauty Association, with them being a nonprofit, Um, and so much happening with deregulation in the industry, they needed a lifeline, and Informa just happened to be that lifeline. Got it. Got it. So let me just uh, announce the dates just for those who may be just tuning in. But Premier Anaheim is February 4th through 5th of 24. Orlando is June 1st through 3rd. San Antonio is September 15th through the 16th. And Columbus, Ohio is September 29th through the 30th of 2024. Yes. And those shows, yes, they're open to licensed cosmetologists, licensed estheticians, barbers. It's also open to students and then also open to unlicensed professional makeup artist. Hmm. 
So they've also changed their parameters as far as attendees as well. Because they used to be a little bit more strict as far as who could attend, um, but they have mm -hmm. opened it up so that professional makeup artists that are unlicensed can attend and get continuing education. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, can't wait to see what you're going to do in 2024. Um, Hopefully I get to work with y'all. I've been saying it for I don't know how long. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Fingers you are crossed. Have. Fingers and toes are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to make it happen some way, somehow. <laughs> Yes, I, I know a friend. I got a couple of friends in Atlanta whose couch I can crash on. So yeah, we, we got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. Well, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. I love your work. Um, so we need to make that happen for sure, for sure. But I'm um excited to see you know what you're gonna do as far as um, education, what you have planned for that? Um, are you when you educate? Are you mainly educating at the shows, or, or are you also doing things outside of the shows? Yeah, I'm doing. I am definitely doing stuff outside of the shows. I actually have a virtual class that is going to be my first class for um, the year. That'll happen on January 14th. So I educate in schools, I've educated in salons, I have my virtual classes. Um, I did a boutique, um, gosh, it was probably a few weeks ago now, but I did a artistry boutique here in Arizona not very long ago. So wherever and whenever I'm called, I've even had some where I've spoken on panels for salon and school owners at business symposiums. So. Mm -hmm. Everything from beauty to business, I am game to come in and educate, truly. I'm, I'm gotcha. very happy to be able to do that. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I'm excited. Um, is your son, is he talking about his London experience? Oh yeah, he's he's already <laughs> he's already let me know. He's like, where where are we going to next, mom? I'm like, boy, I, you can't come with me <laughs> because he, you know, he's he's 23, but you know, he doesn't act 100 percent like a 23 year old. He's very mature. Um, okay. So he was very helpful when he could be, but then when it was time for me to go to sleep and get ready the next day, I did not see him. He was gone. He was out living his best life, so he just wanted to go and hang out and do his thing. But he's he's having a ball because he's also connecting and he's doing a lot now with wardrobe styling. So, you know, each of my kids oh, is nice. kind of finding their way creatively. My daughter with her modeling, my older son, you know, with wardrobe styling, my middle son, he's just like, what do you need me to do? I don't want to do any of that, yeah. but what do you really need me to do? So <laughs> right. um, I'm just glad that they can kind of be involved when I can have them involved. It's very helpful. Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. That is awesome. What are the other two ages? My daughter's 15, and my middle son, he's 21. Oh, okay. 
So both of your yes. boys are 21 and over. Okay, nice. Yes. Yes. Yep. And my daughter, she is always the at-home guinea pig for hair and makeup. But, you know, even though she complains, she loves it because then her hair is done for the week for school. Right. right. <laughs> and then, you know, with her being agency signed, she knows that she has an in-house hair and makeup when she has a photo shoot. So, yeah, exactly. it's, it, everything is just kind of playing the way that it needs to. So it's it's nice. It's really nice. <laughs> Right, and then your son can do his do her wardrobe. <laughs> exactly, and he has, he has. We actually mm-hmm. have some stuff coming out next year that nobody knows that they were involved on those projects with me. So I'm excited for for people to to see it. It'll be coming out next year. Nice. So it sounds like you already have a uh, some things, you know on the go for 2024. So that's, that's really good. I'm trying really to, good. you know, I, I really am trying to, like, it's been, it, it, I feel like I'm doing things, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not moving. <laughs> so, you know, in those moments of feeling like I'm not moving, I'm like, okay, plan ahead. So yeah. just trying to make sure that I'm not idle. I, you know, definitely yeah. don't want to be idle. Want to be as productive as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm sure you've got a lot planned, and um, I try to keep up with the um, with the what do they call it broadcast channel. I try to keep up with the broadcast channel because I'm like, you've got a lot going on. So I try to jump on every once in a while, see what's happening. So continue with what you're doing, and we're going to try to make something happen next year. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, then we can come back and talk about that. That would be amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then we can come and talk about that. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for joining us tonight. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if we don't talk to you before then, have a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Same to you. All right. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I do have a little, a few more things with the beauty news to um, to share before we go off. So if you guys can just stay on the line for that. I just wanted to quickly give some um, some save the dates really quickly. Um, I know we mentioned the uh, what it was what was it called? We were just talking the premiere shows. We mentioned the premiere shows, but I just also wanted to um, mention for those of you who attend the executive summit. You know, and, and that summit is where manufacturers, distributors, salon and spa owners, and industry leaders come together to connect and collaborate. That will be November 11th, 2024. That's in Phoenix, Arizona, at the Arizona Biltmore. Again, that's November 11th through the 12th. Um, the Beacon Student Program in 2024, the 2024 class, um, you can apply now, but they don't, they haven't given any dates or any more information on it, but you can apply now. 
for the Beacon Student Program of 2024. All right, and then I, I did uh, announce the premiere dates and I'll announce them one more time. So ISSE is no longer in Long Beach and it's now called Premier. It's joined the Premier family of shows. And again, that's now in Anaheim, California, February 4th through the 5th. Again, Orlando is June 1st through the 3rd. San Antonio, September 15th through the 16th, and Columbus, Ohio, September 29th through 30th, all of 2024. So save the date, mark the calendars, um, and, you know, start with preparations. You can go to probeauty.org to register for any of these shows and events. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you again to Julia for joining us tonight. Stay tuned um, to find out um, I think it's this week or later in the week um, on our Instagram pages as to who our guests will be next week. All right. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>